0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
1: Be spoiled this Father's Day with Versace pour Home. 100 ml, just 59.90 at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Good morning, morena! You're listening to Baz and Izzy for Breakfast on SENZ. And well, we are by Kiwis and we are for Kiwis, and it's just after 6am on Friday the 3rd of September. And well, we have a great show for you today, a great last show for our champion Skip before we say kaki te ano, see you later Baz. But before we get to Baz, a bit later in the show, today's show we have an absolute doozy for you today. We will be building a wee multi this morning, so make sure you keep your ears switched on for that. we got three legs, we'll be all picking a leg each, myself, Louis and Baz. And I'm pretty sure with Bears is tipping. he's guaranteed my tip, well, I think I'm pretty guaranteed Saturday, Randwick. i would well, be interesting to hear what kind of tip Louis going to bring, I'm pretty sure he's going to bring some heat after Baz kind of made him feel like he was sitting on the fence yesterday. So look forward to that. And then we're going to be chatting to Katie Martin. She's out of the White Ferns, talking about that monstrous challenge ahead of them after going down by 46 runs in the first match. And then um, I'll be doing a little bit of a delve into Bledisloe Cup 3 and just want to talk about a, a man, a great man who I feel has flown under the radar. Is he the forgotten man? So stay tuned for that. I want to get into a bit of detail about Bledisloe Cup 3 Sunday and a player who possibly will come back, where well he will be playing a position that he loves. And then also we'll be talking to Danielle Johnson. She's going to join us. She's a champion jockey and with racing back in action in NZ and, wow, notching up her 1,000th wind. That's a hell of an achievement. Maybe there's a my tipping. Once Bears goes, if Danielle Johnson is riding, it wins. Simple. That's the mess. I'll be just tipping anything Danielle Johnson's on. So looking forward to having a wee chat to her about the big spring carnivals ahead in New Zealand. And then we've got Kevin Mialamu. Champion, 132 Test All Black. Haven't had a chat to Kevin for a while, so it would be great to hear how he's going and get a wee look into his thoughts on how he sees Sunday's Blitzo Cup match. is going to pan out. And then, well, we're going to get into a Friday tipple. Friday tipple with my good mate, I'll be cheersing him on his journeys as he heads away for, to the UAE, off to the big smoke for his Calcutta night riders. Hopefully, they can go over there, do well, give Flem's team a run for their money, and rip into it, mate. So, looking forward to cheersing you and your successes over there in the last seven weeks we've had, mate. It's been an awesome, wee journey. But before we do that, good morning, my good friend Brendan
0: McCallum. How are you, brother? Hello, Israel Dag, how are you? Another very formal introduction. (laughs) Far When I leave, between the two of you, Israel Dag and Louis Herman Watt, there's a lot of formalities. Let's get back to Baz and Izzy, eh? Just uh, let's get back to the the jokey, kind of slangy, kind of rough-cut Kiwis that we really are. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for the introduction, though, my friend. And... Right. I'm intrigued that you said that my tips were outstanding because I, my tip yesterday, well, it didn't get up, did it? Tinge, not quite good enough yesterday, but I reckon, I reckon is that the ones that beat it mm. are a couple of horses to follow over the next couple of months. The horses called Direct and Nice for What. Now, I, I kind of had a feeling that that they were going to be the class horses in the field, but I thought if Damien Oliver on board... Go Dolphin Trained, mm. if it could get somewhere near the speed and maybe just give him a little kick at the top of the straight, the 750 on offer for Tinge was worthwhile. Didn't prove to be, ran fourth, that's racing. We move on, we'll find another winner. That's the beauty of being a punter. You just turn the page. You turn the page yeah. and you look at what what comes up next. That's how we rock and roll. But we'll come up with one later on. I'm interested in how we build this multi because there is some racing for the ages coming up in the weekend, Ramwick, the Valley, Tarapa, Longue, there's plenty going on. And, of course, some of New Zealand's best race racehorses as well, Avantage and Peritry is just to name a couple. We're going to be stepping out in some of our stakes, quality races too. And then, obviously, the All Blacks and Bledisloe Cup. I'm looking forward to chatting to you about that, mate, and getting a real good deep dive into how you think that's going to play out. So that should be a little fascinating chat. I'm looking forward to as well. I think we've got some really cool personalities on the show today, mate. Katie Martin, she's just a, she's got a great vibe about her, Katie. She really does. And Danielle Johnson, she's just hard case and doing wonderful things in the racing game. And and Kevin Lamo, a man who I know you hold in high regard as a strong leader um, of men and and someone who's had a a big impact on that all-black side over a long period of time, mate. 100%
1: Oh, 100% mate, I'm looking forward to chatting to Kevy. Uh, he was one of my first roomies within that environment, uh, mate, he's he's so kind, he's got time for anyone, doesn't matter if you played one game, you played 100 tests, he'll treat you the same, he's a guy that demands excellence, and, and that's what you kind of need in an environment, you need a leader that's, you know, he doesn't have to say much, but when he's around, you he can really feel that presence, and that's Kevy. He's he's got a soft, he's kindly, softly spoken, He's got a kind heart, but, mate, when he gets on that field, he's uncompromising, and his will to win, he is physical. I've seen him absolutely pole people out on the field. He's actually only a small man, but, man, he's got the biggest quads and calves I've ever seen in the world, ever seen. So, look, looking forward to chatting to him. I know he resides out of South Auckland, uh, so he'll be doing it tough. He's got a gym out there, and, you know, he's not just a, a gym operator. I think his... It's it's more than just only a gym for for Kevi as well. Uh, he's he lives out in South Auckland. I think South Auckland. And he's very passionate about his people, the Pacific Island people, and and trying to keep them active. Um, uh, you know, just trying to keep them moving. So I think his gym is a bit more about of community base and, and community awareness. And he he's got a lot of you know community support in this gym as well. So look forward to chatting to him. And he's played, oh Many and many Bledisloe Cups. And I actually have to apologise him because his 100th game was in Brisbane. We played his 100th test in Brisbane and I played horrendously and we drew a game against the Wallaby. So we didn't get the win for my good friend Kevin. And I apologise, mate, and I'm looking forward to saying that to him on year. air. So there you go. We're going to look forward to that, mate. It's going to be a great chat.
0: Gee, carry that one with you, bro. That's a while back. <laughs> the yeah, I know, mate. Straight,
1: I know. <laughs> Wow, it does, mate. It's a, yeah, it's a bit like uh I think I've ruined a few uh Hundred Test All Blacks weeks. Uh Mills Mulleina was the it was the week that me and Corey Jane thought we'd go out and have a wee party in Takapuna. So I have to apologise to him too, mate. I'm constantly <laughs> apologizing to Hundred Test All Blacks. What an idiot.
0: What was the, <laughs> what was the weekend like in Takapuna?
1: Oh no, nah, we won't go there, mate. Wait till my book comes out and then I'll really rip in. there you go, a little plug for you. <laughs>
0: Well, that was Corey's we might fault, do, mate. A little, Corey Jane's. A, a little bit later on in the show, we got the old Friday tipple, which is going to be brought to us by headquarters. So maybe during the Friday <laughs> tipple, I might be able to get a little bit more of that information <laughs> out of your daggy, Hey, oh, oh, I'm going to miss you, no. mate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss you. I've got to get on the road on on Monday. I'll tell you what, I've got, I've got to do, mate. I've got to get myself a COVID test yep. in the next, because it's got to be within 72 hours, right? which is a bit mm. niggly when you live in a small town because well, your, your local GPs are not open after 5 o'clock. And my flight's 5.10, I think it is, on Monday. So you need mm. to be after 5.10 um, this afternoon and then trying to get the results back as well over the weekend. So that's going to be a nice little challenge in front of myself. Probably make a little drive over to Hamilton tomorrow and see if I can get a test somewhere around there and then... Sweet, can, you, can you let me let me know where you're going? Results, let me bro. know where
1: you're going, mate.
0: Let me know what what doctors you're
1: going to, because I might just flick him a wee glass of bottle of wine and just say, can you, "Can you rig those test results for me, mate?" Just uh yeah, just keep him here for another <laughs> month or so. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> boy, Delta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you, so you want me to get Delta, so I can't leave? <laughs> no, 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 no. no <laughs> I'm only joking, mate. Like it's, it's a <laughs> measure. It's <As> brutal, as <laughs> it is it? <he? laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm only joking mate, Delta is very serious, very serious, so we won't go there, mm. but look mate, I'm looking forward to to getting you like, over, you know, when you're over in IPL, you're going to send us content back, you're going to get some great interviews from, from some current cricket stars, so you're not leaving for good, you're going to still be involved with the show, but I think it's a great chance for myself and Louis to really step up, um, lead the way, uh, I'm looking forward to the challenge, it's going to be great fun, and um, the day you get back mate, I'm checking out for a couple of weeks, so enjoy your holiday.
0: Baz and Izzy for breakfast, remember. Iz. Okay. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We will we will work this out. It'll it'll be just fine. We've still got your colour yeah, across fun. the station. And you'll hear plenty from me as well, all the way from the UAE. Um mate, I don't know if you've caught up on it, but the uh the England versus India test match, well that test series is ongoing and overnight England yep. won the toss and knocked over India for 191. Bowling is just dominating that series and we talked about it early on with Isha Gur when when we had her on the show um at the start of the uh that yeah. series and and she said um that the bowling would dominate this series. She felt that both bowling lineups were were outstanding and and both batting lineups maybe a little on the weak side in those conditions well she's been spot on um because you know again the bowlers just ripped through the heart of the Indian batting lineup, only Virat Coley who was able to get himself a little half century. That's two on the reel now for Coley, who's had a very quiet time of of late in Test cricket. Um, but he managed to get a score on the ball. Chris Wokes, who's back in the England side after some time, well, he took four for and Ollie Robinson took three for as well. In reply on day one, England are 53 for three with the wicket of Joe Root. Mm. Joe Root, who has Ooh. been just an absolute. Beacon of strength and class for uh, for England of late. Well, he, he was removed late by Yadav Shaddaf, so 53 for three. So fascinating day's play, 13 wickets on the opening day and of another Test match. That series is just starting to light things up a little bit for Test cricket and the crowds. The crowds look great too. It's a, a, real, uh, a real positive for the game in general. And just another couple of things. We'll, most of the day we'll talk rugby. But, uh, but we should mention that the New Zealand men's side are over in Bangladesh and the New Zealand women's cricket side, the White Ferns, well, they're in the UK as well. Both had a tough start to their tours, but I'm sure we'll see them improve over the next it, little while as well.
1: Bez, uh, I know we had Craig Macaron yesterday. Great to hear from Craig McMillan. And it was fascinating his little insights and in from his conversations yesterday when he said. Um, you know the black caps are gonna put the egos to the side, and they've got to get ugly runs. They've got to work hard. They've got to. The runs aren't gonna come traditionally like they they used to. And and it was interesting. There was an article Finn Allen coming out last night and speaking about how they're trying to figure out how to get a hundred runs. That's that's their mindset at the moment. And and it actually just really solidified what um, Craig McMillan was talking about. You know, like they gotta go over there. They've got to figure out, you don't need to get monstrous scores. 131 was, was the highest score against Australia in that mm. Bangladesh series. So they've got to figure out ways of how they've got to get to 100 runs, which is simple you know, when you're when you thinking about it. It's just grinding out those ugly runs, the runs that you're pr- probably not going to get running in between wickets, you know, like running in between runs, um, never jogging, like just those little things. Do you want to delve into that a bit more and, and what you kind of see from this black cap side and, and how they're going to try and yep. put a performance like that in
0: yeah, I will quickly, and then we'll, we'll get off to a break. And we can always come back to it anyway. But, um, mm. look, I, I I pretty casually dropped in there yesterday um, that not not just have we got an inex, inexperienced uh, playing group over there um, with all the challenges which um, with the World Cup and things on the horizon, but we've actually got a really inexperienced coaching staff over there. Now, Bangladesh yeah. is one of the most difficult places in the current um, – in current world cricket to tour because it is extreme the conditions that you play it is hot it is the wickets are incredibly yeah. difficult it's quite a hostile um place to tour as well and and the Bangladesh side have been very strong over there so what if what you're missing an experience on the field ideally you would have an experience off the field and now look Glenn, Glenn Pocknell and and the coaching staff after there will be very good coaches. I have no doubt about that. They're, they're good, good people and they're, they're working their way through the, the ranks. But there's not too much experience of going to Bangladesh and being able to work out a method and a game plan amongst that support staff. So I just feel a little bit sorry for them. But that's just the way things are, I guess, with yep. COVID and things. But there is some methods which I think um, the, the New Zealand batters in particular can pick up. On or, or try and implement into their game over there. Um, but We'll come back to that after the break, eh? and I'll try and yep. let you know how I think they can get a few runs out on those surfaces nice. in Bangladesh. It is 6.17 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.